Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Janice podcast. I'm so excited to have my friend Allie Carter on the podcast today. Fun fact, we have never actually met in person, but she's like my social media twin and bestie. We connected through a mutual friend, shout out to Autumn, and I'm so glad that we did. She has a powerful story and a love for Jesus that is authentic and inspiring. I'm so thankful that she's my guest today. Welcome, Allie. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Yay! I'm so excited to have you on here. If you guys hear her accent, she's from Kentucky, so just... Just know that she's from the land of Kentucky Fried Chicken. So are you actually close to the headquarters of KFC? Um, It's about 30 minutes away. What? That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, so Allie, I love starting on my podcast whenever I have guests on with five fun facts, just so everyone can kind of get to know you a little bit. So you up for that? I am. Let's do it. All right. Fun fact number one is tell us something that is on your bucket list. So this is something I've wanted to do forever and just haven't gotten around to it, but I want to go skydiving so bad. I could so see you doing that. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. You have to do it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Do it. That's so fun. And I'll post a video. (laughs) Yes. she'll, She'll make a reel and post it on her TikTok. I love it. I love it. Fun fact number two is tell us your favorite quote or scripture. So my absolute favorite scripture is Numbers 2319. Which says, God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? God! I love that one. That's so good. So good. And a good reminder for our hearts, if God has spoken it, he's going to bring it to pass. Okay, I'm not going to get preacher. We're going to go on to number three here. (laughs) (laughs) Allie, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? So this is very out of the box, and I know it's going to catch a lot of people off guard. But ever since I was 16 years old, like I've always had a desire to go to North Korea. Wow. Yeah. And it's so crazy, but just the way that they are so oppressed, like the most oppressed nation in the world, I just have such a heart to see them free. And they have one of the fastest growing underground churches. So like any way that I could help in any way, shape or form, I would love to do that. Girl, go smuggle some Bibles in and, oh, ah, that is so cool. That is so cool. That's probably on your heart for a reason. So I'll be hearing more about that someday, maybe. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. Number four is who are your heroes slash role models? So for me, it's not specifically one individual. It's really anyone who I see actively taking the hard steps and having the hard conversations to find healing and freedom in Christ, because it's the hardest thing that you could ever do. And I just admire people when they take that step. Oh, that's a beautiful answer. That's a beautiful answer. Last one is what is one thing that God is teaching you in this season? So within the last month specifically, God has been speaking to me about stewarding my body. Um, scripture talks about our bodies being temples and it's important that we take care of them. So I've been more intentional about going to the gym and watching what I consume. 
That is so good, which has been so inspiring for me too. And I'm just like, ah, oh, girl, you don't even know. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start baby steps and I'm going to start cutting pop out of my diet. Like literally you've already been inspiring me with your videos. So keep doing that because I know it's not just me. It's powerful. It's powerful and so needed. So tell us your story. Who is Allie? Wow. I feel like this is such a loaded question because I'm only 22, but I feel like I've lived so many lifetimes with the Lord. <laughs> um, but really, I actually didn't grow up in church. So the fact that I am as strong in my faith that I am is all because of the Lord. Um, I would go to church maybe for like summer VBS, but it was never something that was important in my life. And when I was 14 years old, I hit a really, really rough season where I was depressed. I was suicidal. And actually, when I blew out the candles on my 14th birthday, my wish was to die. And so later that year, one of my friends that summer invited me to a Christian conference. And it was there that I just fully surrendered my life to the Lord. And it was that moment that I, I had hope. Like I was still depressed. I was still suicidal, but I knew that there was more for me. I couldn't understand it fully. I couldn't grasp it, but I knew that God wasn't done with me. And whoever this God is, like he had a plan for my life. And so it was a year after I had given my heart to the Lord that me and some of my friends were speaking at an event and I felt led to go up to the altar call and pray. And I'd never really even prayed before. And it was at that altar call that I just fully forgave everyone in my life that had caused me pain and hurt. And the Lord supernaturally delivered me from depression and suicidal thoughts. It was really, really, that was probably the craziest experience I've ever had in my life was experiencing that full deliverance of how an hour ago was I so depressed that I wanted it in my life. And now it's not even a thought on my mind. That's one of the most powerful moments I've ever seen the Lord move in my life. And so after that moment, I mean, I was on fire. I was telling everybody my story, like, you can't shut me up for nothing. Yeah. Uh, and um, it really wasn't until I had moved off to college and I'd kind of, I moved because I was I'm from Kentucky, but I went to college in Minnesota. And so I was finally away from everything. And it was when I was away from everything that the trauma of my past started to come up because if you know anything about trauma, when you're in a safe space, that's when it's going to come out. And so I fell and I fell hard and I didn't understand it because it was just so crazy to me. But the Lord led me to a place that's called Mercy Multiplied and it's a completely free of charge residential home um, for girls ages 13 to 32 and their full focus is finding freedom in Christ. Like it's it's nothing else. It's not like a hospital. It's not like a rehab. It's just fully focusing on finding out who you are in Christ and who God has made you to be and finding that freedom. And so it's a six to nine month program. And if this tells you anything about how bad off I was, I was there for 14 months, which is insane. But it was through those 14 months that the Lord just began to heal my heart in a radical way. And it's so, he broke so much off of my life. And it was so hard because I was away from everything. I was away from everyone. Um, you know, I didn't have access to the outside world. Like I didn't have my phone, but it was just 14 months of really digging deep and 
cutting off those roots of, of hurt and trauma and bitterness and rejection to really see who I am and really see who God is and understanding what I truly do believe. Like it's not anyone else's faith. It's Allie's faith. Like it's God became real to me. Hmm. And so, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. Wow. What a powerful story. And I love hearing testimonies. We know the Bible says a testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. And so when we share our testimonies and we're willing to be vulnerable and just where like it gives people hope on the other side that are like, haven't found that freedom yet to know, like if God did it for me, he'll do it for you because he is not a respecter of person. So I 100% commend your bravery, even through your social medias and sharing your story, because I know it's reaching more people than you even realize. And even being on here today, just knowing that like God is so good. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so I just, I just love hearing how God works in people's lives. And just like you said, you encountered his presence and like in a moment, it just switches everything. I remember my youth pastor saying years ago, like you can't, you cannot say that you encounter the presence of God and not be like, there not be some sort of evidence for it because it just, you can't, you can't encounter him and not be affected or changed. And so it's just powerful, powerful. And I can't wait to see the ways that God continues to use your story and, and what he's done in your life to impact other people. So, so yeah, so let's talk about boxes. So, so often we put ourselves in boxes and it keeps us from living in the fullness of what God has for us. So why do we do that? And how do we recognize it and break out? I think like one of the biggest reasons we place ourselves in boxes is fear. We're not only afraid of what other people will think when we step out, but we're also afraid of walking into the unknown. So there's comfort in familiar familiarity, but if you're not careful, it only keeps you bound. So really, if God doesn't fit in a box and we're made in his image, why would we fit in them either? Girl, that is so good. And I love the scripture that says that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. And sometimes when we think about fear, we don't always liken it to like, like we think about like scary things or whatever, but like fear of man, we know the Bible says there's a snare and it'll hold us back. And like you said, fear of the unknown, fear of the future and all of that. And so we know Proverbs 31 says that we are women, women who laugh without fear of the future. And so just trusting God and not leaning on our own understanding. I love that. I love that we serve a limitless God, like nothing is impossible for him. And so, yeah, breaking out of those boxes so that we can live in the fullness because God has more for us, even if we're walking in his will right now and we're in step with him and we're on that narrow path that he's created for us that leads to life. Like God still has more for us beyond there. And I remember being in seasons of my life thinking, God, this is incredible. Like, how could you top this? And then he's like, watch this new level of glory. And so, cause he takes us from glory to glory. And so I love that. I love that you brought up that topic when we were talking a few weeks ago about just like getting ourselves out of those boxes. And I love how you said that, like, we're made in his likeness. He doesn't, he doesn't exist in boxes. So why would we be? That is so good. And if people really found that freedom to break free from that fear, I mean, it would just change the world. So that's awesome. I love that. So I know that you're passionate about seeing every captive set free. So can you share some testimonies of ways that God has set you or other people, you know, free? Yeah, absolutely. So truth be told, I never truly thought that I would be free. For the longest time, I would get frustrated because I would see people and I would see the joy that they had and I would see them sharing their stories. 
but a part of me was like, I, I, I don't even know if that's real. Like, I feel like they're just lying to me. And right now this is how they're presenting themselves to me. But when they go home, they're just sad. And cause I couldn't understand. Um, I always just felt like I was the exception to God's grace. Like he would do it for everybody else, but he wouldn't do it for me. And I really had to realize where in the Bible does it say that? Where in the Bible does it say who the sun sets free is free indeed, except for Allie. <laughs> it, yeah. it just, it doesn't say that. And so one of the biggest areas, the most recently within the last year that the Lord really set me free from was addiction. So when I had come back from mercy, I was good for a couple of months, but then I I fell back into a pit. You know, I had been equipped with all the tools that I needed to succeed, but I made the choice to go back. I made the choice to look back on the pain and look back on the hurt and to walk in defeat again. And so I, for a few months, like I was getting high and I thought that I was going to die. I didn't believe that I was going to make it to C-22. The enemy had ravaged my mind just with the thought of you're going to die. It doesn't matter what you do. Like this is your last year. You're gone. And so in March of 2022, I actually accidentally overdosed. And it was the craziest thing because I was in a hospital bed and it was 3.08 in the morning and I'll never forget it. And I heard the Lord say, pick up your bed or you're going to die here. Mm. Like he was so gracious in giving me another opportunity. He, he was going to, he was offering me a way out of this lifestyle of defeat and pain. But I, in that moment, I had a choice. Either I can get up from this hospital bed and I can walk in the fullness of who God says that I am, or I can walk out of this hospital bed and I can go back to what almost put me here. And next time I might not make it out alive. And it was really in that moment, just the Lord began to heal my heart at a really rapid pace. And even just being here a year later and seeing everything that the Lord has done in my life in just a span of a year has blown my mind because what I thought would take years or even decades, God seemingly did overnight. And I, I, I won't ever understand that, but I'm just so thankful for his goodness and his mercy. And I'm thankful that even when I made the choice to go back on what I knew to be true, he still gave me another opportunity because he called me worthy and he saw that I had a purpose and he didn't give up on me. Mm. That's beautiful. And it's so encouraging. And I love like repeatedly in scripture where Jesus healed people. And you talked about how he said, pick up your bed and go like how often he told people to pick up their mat and go. And I was just contemplating that when I was in the word a while back and I was like, why don't he just tell them to just get up and go. But like, I just felt like he had said, he had shown me like their mat told a story of where they came from and what he rescued them from. And so I actually wrote a poem called my mat for his mercy. I don't have it memorized, so I can't recite it, but like, it, it's just about how he meets us where we're at. And then that mat becomes like our story, our testimony to, to let other people know that the, the same God who did it for me will do it for you. And kind of what we had on a little bit earlier. So it's so powerful. And I know that you have such a call and an anointing to, set people free from the bondages that the enemy puts people in the lies, the torment, the, the fear, the oppression, all of it. And, you know, I've heard several people say that like your area of biggest 
target that the enemy has targeted you in is, is going to be where God has given you the biggest anointing, you know, the greatest anointing to minister to people. And we know now we have like an entire generation and not, and it's not just Gen Z, it's millennials and baby, like that are just so bound and crippled by fear, by anxiety and all of these things. And so knowing the word of God, like you said, where in the word of God does it say that his grace is for everyone, but Allie, I think that that's a huge key is knowing the word of God, because the Bible says to take every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ, but we don't know what his truth is if we don't know his word because his word is truth. And so just knowing his word and hiding it in your heart and being able to stand on that and use it because that's the offensive piece of our armor and the armor of God in Ephesians 6. So anyway, I just, I love everything you said. And it's just beautiful to see what God is doing and just being able to be real and share those struggles because so often I think we we get together and we just try to mask those things or not talk about it. And it's so important to just be real and uh, share what God has done in our lives. So, cause even if it's someone listening, maybe they're not struggling with it. They may know someone else that is, and it gives them hope to keep praying and keep believing for their breakthroughs. So yeah, lots I could say about all of that. It's so good. So Allie, how do we create safe spaces? So I know you are like really big on this how do we create safe spaces where others can encounter the authentic presence of God? What does that look like? I love this question so much because it really wasn't until, so the Asbury revival, it happened in February. And I tell you what, I was there probably a whole week because I just could not leave. The presence of God was so tangible the moment that you walked into the chapel and it really just shifted my perspective on creating a place where someone can drive 12 hours and walk in a door and have an encounter with God that completely changes their life. And for me, like I'm a fixer. I, I, I want to fix something. If there's a problem, I want to fix it. But really the Lord has been dealing with me about, I, I need to humble myself. Like it's, it's not my job to save anyone. God's the one who changes hearts and minds and the Holy spirit brings conviction So it's not my job to judge or push my conviction on anyone. And I feel like that revelation takes an unnecessary weight off of our shoulders. So now we can focus on just loving people back to life. We can meet them where they are. We can still tell them truth, but we don't have to condemn them and just allow our life as a believer to be proof of the existence of God. You know, we're living in a time where people are craving something real and true. And that's who God is. And so if we just create a space where they can have that one moment with the Lord, God's going to do the rest. Yes. That is so powerful. Can you give everyone the testimony of when you were at Asbury? Oh yes, absolutely. It was so unexpected. So um, a few months after I had gotten completely sober, I started to notice that my lungs Um, I just, I wasn't breathing right. Like I became very short of breath with minimal exertion and that was going on for a couple months. And I had been to Asbury about probably this was the third day that I went to Asbury and on my drive up there, I prayed a very specific prayer. And this is so crazy because prayer is one of the areas that I definitely need to get stronger in. It's not something that I do as often as I should, but The fact that I just straight up was driving and this came out of my mouth, I was like, where did that come from? But I was driving and I prayed. I said, 
Jesus, today I want the revelation of you as my healer. I said, I believe that you can heal my wounds. I know that you can do it. And I'm, I'm ready. Let's just do it. And so I had gotten to Asbury. And honestly, I'd been there about five hours. So I totally even forgot that I prayed that prayer. And then this man gets up there and he just feels prompted by the Holy Spirit to start praying healing over people. And so he's up there and as soon as he starts praying for healing, I'm like, okay, God, th this is it. This is my moment. Like you're going to, you're going to reach down and you're going to heal me. But it seemed like he listed off every single thing except what I needed to be healed from. And in that moment, the Lord really checked me because I, I lost all faith in that moment. I, I was like, okay, well, I guess, I guess it's not for me today. Like I just accepted that defeat of, I'm just not going to be healed today. But as soon as that thought crossed my mind, the man literally stopped praying and he said, I know that this is specifically for someone in here. <laughs> he said, mm -hmm. he said, I pray healing over your body for any infirmity that was caused by a result of a drug addiction. And the next thing that came out of his mouth was he said, I pray healing over your lungs. Ooh. Yeah. And I, in that moment, I mean, I just lifted my hands and I just felt the fire of God rushing through my body. And I took three deep breaths and I did not feel like, like I was limited in any way, shape or form. And it was so crazy because the night before I had walked up the steps to the chapel and by the time I got to the top, I literally could not breathe. I had to sit down and regain my breath for like three minutes. So I walked out of the chapel after I got healed and I walked up and down the steps about 10 times and I'm like, wow, God, like you really, you really healed me. And then actually I ended up going a couple, maybe a month or two ago, I went to the hospital and got an x-ray of my chest and my lungs. And they said that everything was completely clear. There's no sign of any damage, completely, completely healed. Come on. I love that. My pastor is ministering a little bit today on miracles and just there's some awesome revivalists breaking out in Missouri, I believe he said, and he was just sharing some of the testimonies that have been happening. And I had done a women's conference a few weeks ago. And this past weekend, we had like a prayer and worship gathering at one of my friend's houses. And a few of the ladies came back and they were sharing their testimonies of miracles that God did in their bodies. And I was like, why are we surprised when God does miracles? Like, it's like, oh my gosh, he did it. It's like, well, yeah, he's the same yesterday, today and forever. Why would he not? Like, I want to always be in awe and wonder of him and his work at hand. But I also don't want to be like, oh my gosh, like he actually did. Like, I want to have that spirit of expectation that his power and his presence is going to move and it's going to heal people. It's going to touch people's lives and transform people's minds and mend our hearts and whatever we have need of. Like his hand is outstretched toward us. And even this morning when I was just seeking him, I just kept seeing his hand and that it's outstretched toward me and so it's outstretched toward everyone on here who's listening too. like God wants to do these things in our lives just to show us how good he is and how faithful he is he is a God who heals and so I just I love that testimony I remember you sharing that I think on your TikTok or something and I was like ah this is so good this is so good and then we carry that faith back with us and so ah, I just love that 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 man just came forth with a word of knowledge and he knew that mm, someone Holy Spirit speaking to him someone here has this and was exactly what you needed and praise God. Now you're working out on the treadmill and you're good, girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you are undeniably and unashamedly a Jesus lover. So I love how boldly you proclaim his name in your life and on social media. So for anyone listening who may not know 
him like you do? What does it look like to have a relationship with him? I feel like one of the most common questions I get is, how do you hear from God? Like, I want a relationship with him, but I I just don't understand how to communicate with him. And I'm like, it's not complicated. Just, Just talk to him. The more you talk to him, the more you learn his voice, the more you understand what his presence feels like. But you have to have that connection and it's a relationship and the more that you spend time with him the more that you're going to recognize him and the more that you're going to hear him but really one of my favorite characteristics of God is that he's very personal and a relationship with him doesn't have to look a specific way because it's different for every single person and the way that God speaks and communicates to me may not look the exact same way that it looks for you but both ways like God connects to us because he knows our entire life and he knows everything we've been through and he just always shows up. Like he always, yeah. I love that. I love it. I like echo everything you said, like he meets us exactly where we're at. And the Bible says that his sheep know his voice. And so any relationship we have, you grow more intimate with someone by spending time with them, by drawing near. We know the Bible says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. And so it's making sure you're spending that time intentionally seeking him. And, and it, I mean, that's just all day, every day, wherever you're at, you can call out to him and, and he responds. And so I, I love everything you said. It's so good. And that it is, it's a personal relationship and it, and it does look different. Like I have so many friends that are like, God speaks to me like this. And I'm like, Oh, that's so awesome. He doesn't speak to me that way, but it's, it's beautiful because he knows what we need and how we, you know, need to communicate and how we receive, um, love and all of that. So I just, ah, I love it. Relationship with him is like no other because he is intimately acquainted with all of our ways and he knows everything about us. And it's a beautiful thing to know that we have a God who is intimately acquainted with us, who, whose thoughts for us outnumber the sands of the sea and his thoughts for us are good thoughts. And so I love that. And so if there's anyone on here who doesn't have a relationship with God and you want to know more about that, you can feel free to reach out to myself or Allie. We would love to talk to you about that. Both of our connection informations will be in the show notes and everything. So yeah. So Allie, do you have any other encouragement for the podcast community? Anything else on your heart? Honestly, it's just that now is the time. If you've ever thought about fully surrendering your surrendering your life to the Lord, now is the time to go hundred percent in. Like no more twenty five percent, no more ninety nine point nine percent. God is madly in love with you and he wants all of you. Yes. Amen. Girl, that is like the word of the hour right now. Like now is the time. Now is the time. Oh, so I love that. Love all of that. Allie, how can people stay connected with you? Tell us all your socials and everything. I'll have it show linked too, but just let people know how they can stay connected with you. All right. Listen, I'm a Facebook girly. I love Facebook. That's probably my favorite social media, (laughs) but it's just Allie Carter. So you can find me there. And then my Instagram is underscore Allie Carter. And then you can also find me on the TikTok at unapologetic.allie. Yes, y'all. And she is so encouraging and inspiring on there. And she's funny. She's hilarious. So go follow her on all of that. Allie, thank you so much for being on here today. Would you be willing to pray over the podcast community? And and I'm just, I'm again, I just want to say I'm just excited for everything God's doing in your life. And I just bless you and everything that God is calling you into in this season. And 
in the seasons ahead. I just know that God has a really big call on your life and, and you have such an anointing to reach this generation. So thank you for being on here and sharing your story and sharing your heart with everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. All right. God, I thank you so much for today, Lord. I thank you so much for this opportunity to get on here and share my story, Lord. And I just pray over every single person that's listening right now, God, that if there's any amount of fear or anything that's holding them back from fully encountering you, God, right now, I just cast that out. And Lord, I pray for freedom that every single person that's listening right now, Lord, that they would encounter you for who you really are, that they would find their identity in you and that they would have the strength and the courage to make the choice to choose life every single day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.